Good morning, my rural chum. Mr. Dr. Robotnik. I'm going to give you five seconds to tell me where it is. Wait, don't hurt him. <laughs> Road trip. This can't be happening to me. Oh my God, stop the car right what? now. What? The world's largest rubber band ball? We gotta see it. No, this is not some fun family road trip. Eh, you're right. It was lame. Gift shop was cool, though. Northern Michigan's Hits 106, KHQ. Tell her what's your time for the movie review podcast. That's right. We had to take a month off because we gave you, like, what? What What did we do last time? I forgot. I think we did, like, a spoiler section of, uh... Oh, yeah. Yeah, Star Wars. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker had to fix that. <laughs> All this stuff. But, yes. Uh, so, yeah. Our first... Yeah, it's our first movie review of the year uh, 2020 or 2020. The Roaring Twenties. And uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is the movie we are reviewing tonight. And boy, uh, I gotta say, uh, wow, that was uh, that was something. But I'm not going to, you know, completely rip the Band-Aid out and tell you exactly how I feel about this film. But we're gonna do something new this year when it comes to these movie reviews. We we are actually gonna be talking about stuff, scenes from this movie. And if you don't want to hear that. You can turn the podcast off now, watch it, and then come back here and listen to what we had to say and agree whether or not uh, we are right about some things or wrong about some things in the comments section. And uh, let's uh, start the podcast movie review. Sonic the Hedgehog. Tiffany, thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me. All right. So uh, actually, this is a, a little bit special weekend for us. We celebrated our fourth anniversary. Yes. Oh, did we do anything special? Yes. Aside, aside from watching this movie, right? Mm. Yeah, we kind of we went out to dinner. Applebee's. Yeah, we went to Applebee's on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we decided to spend some time with my parents and keep the uh, celebration going the next day. And we went to, uh, uh, where, where, what's that place called? They called it the Fusion uh, Restaurant. Fusion. But I think it was more like, uh, what was it? Fuji. Fuji. We went to Fuji. It's a hibachi grill. It's where they cook the food right in front of you. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> so awesome. So awesome. We decided to go and catch uh, the very next day, today, Sonic the Hedgehog. This has been a movie surrounded in controversy since the release of its trailer uh, early last year. People were already trashing it uh, about how awful Sonic the Hedgehog looked. They gave him human teeth, gave him short, round human-like eyes. They just gave him a, a human face, basically. And people said, no, take it back. We don't want it. And surprisingly, Paramount listened. And they said, all right, we hear your complaints. Trust us. We're going to fix this. And they spent $5 million fixing this, Tiffany. $5 million, I believe, on just, yeah, just on Sonic the Hedgehog. That is sad. There are uh, signs of other creatures here, but I think they were left untouched. I don't know. Well, anyway, so uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, we are going to break down some scenes uh, from this film. You know, how it starts, how it gets going. And uh, Tiffany, you are having some microphone issues, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Oh, boy. We're going to have to fix that. Anyway, uh, okay. <laughs> so when this movie gets going, apparently we have a origin story of Sonic the Hedgehog that's how long was that origin story, by the way? Like a minute. It was like a minute. And it was so messed up. Like there's an owl who's raising him, who's his basically his guardian, and she boots him to another world and leaves him there. Because he's fast. No, he's got power that makes him fast. And that's dangerous because like, if people found out about him, he'd be hunted forever. So he's got to hop to worlds using rings. 
You know, if you ever played uh, the video game Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog, you got you got to collect the rings because if he gets hit in the game without any rings, you lose a life. Here, these rings are used as portals, and I think that's no stranger to some of the games out there. I, I haven't played a Sonic the Hedgehog game since uh, the first, the first Inception. I loved Sonic, but it's that it gets boring really fast. Does it? Yeah. I, I had a little bit fun with it. You know, just going to my friend's house and like you know playing it for the weekend after school. Um, but other than that, I also really love the uh, the TV shows. Sonic, he can really move. Sonic, he's got an attitude. Sonic, he's the fastest thing alive. The Sonic Adventure Saturday morning cartoon. See, I never got into. You that. never got into those. I thought it was awesome, and then I got older, and then I hated it. Ah, uh, but yeah, okay, so. We got this movie going on right now. So Sonic is voiced by what's his name? Uh, ben Schwartz. I know I've heard that name somewhere before. Let I don't the have Schwartz be with you. <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah, ever since uh, Tiffany found out that Rick Moranis is coming out of retirement to play the scientific father from Honey I Shrunk the Kids yet again in a reboot, she has been nonstop. In fact, she's got a Rick Moranis gear on right now, dorky glasses and everything. <laughs> but that's why I love you, baby. All right. <laughs> So I got RottenTomatoes.com open up right now. You want to know what this is sitting at? This is at 63% approval from the critics and 95% audience score for this film. What? This is more further proof that Rotten Tomatoes, they are just completely bought for these reviews. See, I thought that it was at most give this a 63 rating. It no. wasn't horrible, but not worth much. It's not worth your time. But it's theaters. so tropey. And what I mean by tropey is that they do the exact same thing they do with all kinds of TV properties or video game franchise properties. They have to involve them in our world. The Smurfs have done this. Alvin and the Chipmunks, they can get they can get away with that. You can't do that with the Smurfs. Super Mario Brothers, this is uh, our generation's, yeah, I, I was our current generation's that, yeah. Super Mario Brothers. But you see, back then, we hated that movie. Kids are coming out saying, oh, this movie was great. No, it's absolutely the same thing. It is absolutely the same thing. And they are not afraid, by the way, Tiffany, to bash Super Mario or Nintendo because Sonic is a Sega property. Back in the times, like, you know, it was a, it was a console wars. It was Sega up against Nintendo. Nowadays, it's PlayStation and Microsoft, or Sony and Microsoft with PlayStation versus Xbox. Nintendo's still in the running game, but they keep on making references to the Mushroom Lands or the Mushroom World. What does Super Mario eat to get big? Mushrooms. 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 And you hear Sonic going, I hate mushrooms. Don't make me go to the Mushroom Land. <laughs> I couldn't help but say that's got to be some kind of jab at Nintendo and Super Mario. Well, getting back to this movie. So Sonic is now on Earth via Magic Portal. Like they do in all these other gosh darn movies. Magic Smurfs. Portal. I can't wait for Portal the movie. Oh, God. <laughs> Portal! Can't wait for the 3D version of that one. Ugh. Well, anyway, so we got Sonic the Hedgehog, who starts off as a young cub. Minute and a half, he's already on Earth, and he grows up a little bit, uh, making all kinds of references that every all ages get. You know, I rate the Flash comics because he runs fast. I run fast. Uh, and now we come across our uh, one of our human main characters, not played by Neil Patrick Harris this time. <laughs> 
uh, what's his name from Alvin the Chipmunks? Uh, we get uh, James Marsden, who has played Cyclops in the old X Men films, and uh, also, like I said before, I, see, I was ranting about the tra- the Sonic trailer in an earlier podcast. You can find that on our website, 106KHQ.com. Uh, but everyone, of course, knew this and are already making jokes about it even before the film came out. But James Marsden was already involved with a film where he had to drive around on a road trip with a animated bunny, and the movie was called Hop. You remember that? See, I was having, I was having flashbacks to that, too. Absolutely. So it's like, what, what is James Marsden's acting career right now? Is he an Uber driver for uh, CG critters? What is going on here? Because that is absolutely what I'm seeing here. All done via magic portal. Portal! <laughs> Um, Wait, was Hop a magic portal? No, as well? no, it was like secret underground world or something. I don't know. This. Oh my gosh. It's like okay. What's next? I think uh, Grubhub is next. Next. One. Oh dear. DoorDash or whatever. The references are out of control in this world. They already, you know, it's like Amazon, uh, Zillow. Uh, what what else references did they make? All all kinds of references. Oh my gosh. Actually, uh, so Sonic. Sonic immediately involves himself with this this cop character played by uh, James Marsden named Tom. Sonic is just always hanging around him and he never knows him. It's like he he's a stalker best friend or uh, like watches him and his wife and their dog movie nights watching Speed. Ironically, Speed, of course, that's another jab at Super Mario because the bad guy in there is Dennis Hopper. Pop quiz, hot shot. There's a bomb on a bus. Who played King Koopa and the Super Mario Brothers? Give me that Devo gun! Monkey! They say that line right there. Come on! Stop with the bashing of Super Mario and Nintendo Sega. Now we get into uh, the plot. Apparently, Sonic, I always believed he had a very cocky attitude. He's got an attitude! That was how he was originally brought up to me. But nowadays, he's just some emo hedgehog with uh, a, a social anxiety. And he, at one point where he's playing baseball with himself, he's his own team and opponent team. And then he just has like an anxiety attack or something. He's like, I'm going to be alone! He's got an attitude! And just he runs into like a circle that sets off some kind of electrical chain reaction, uh, immediately invoking the government in the Pentagon. Government officials, by the way, are going to be played by some actors you have already seen in these scenarios. It's like, wait a minute, didn't he play a general before? I know I've seen him play some kind of general somewhere else. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of that because that that's clue to you that. They had no idea what they were doing here with this film. They just sloppily put it all together and just said, all right, we just need to fix the character. That's it. Look, it's working. 63% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. 95% audience approval. What? Oh, and so they go, well, uh, something, something weird is going on out there in Montana. What do we do? I don't know. I got an idea. Let's get, uh... Let's get that guy, you know, the weird guy. Let's get a lab dude. Let's get a nerd. Yeah, that makes sense. And I'm not talking about a nerd. I'm talking about the nerd. And they're going, <gasps> you don't mean. It's like, yes. Oh, they play that trope off so awfully. And they're talking, of course, Jim Carrey is in this movie. Jim Carrey, folks. And we're we're talking about Jim Carrey from the 90s. Okay. 
from The Mask, from Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Jim Carrey is actually, like, you know, he's back to being silly, kooky, crazy, and proving once and for all that of how much of a fantastic actor he is. He will take any kind of performance whatsoever, and he will act it out to the best of his abilities. I mean, do you, you agree with me on that one, Tiffany, right? I was having flashbacks to The Mask, yes. Yeah, that's why they probably got him, because he can definitely tie this film together. Again, hitting at our nostalgia, which is what this movie is trying to do, while at the same time appealing to kids because it's more of a kid film with its kid-tacular uh, floss dancing and uh, pop references like, hey, no, I'm not doing my job. I'm on a boat with Rihanna. My gosh, all the, all the grown-ups the sarcasm are... and the poor deputy. Uh, there's a dumb... Oh, dude, get some pictures. <laughs> there's a dumb deputy in here. Yeah, they got to play... Like I said, this is all troped cliche why is it at 63 what you know what no i'm closing this window right now i'm closing, you know what, Tyler? I'm closing this window it was how do i put it it was so bad it actually was funny that, that, that. It's so bad it's fun. no tiffany i do not defend this film in any way shape or form because this, i'm this, not defending it this, i'm saying it was so bad it was funny you were oh, yes I, you know what okay you know i take that back you're right there are some funny things especially with jim carrey and some funny things with Sonic and Marsden, which I'm surprised is he, too, is pulling his weight here in this film. I mean, what's his deal? What's his deal? What is Marsden up? He, he's he been through this kind of film before with Hop. That almost destroyed his career, and he's at it again. I, I guess he's trying to bank on that whole Sonic the Hedgehog license or something to stay relevant. So kids can, like, when they age 20 years, they go, yeah, what whatever happened to that guy? I want to see him in more films. So I, maybe he's banking on that kind of popularity. Who knows? But, uh, okay, so we get to uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, you know, after his anxiety attack. He um, uh, sets off a chain reaction. The government calls Dr. Robotnik, played by Jim Carrey, already doing his Jim Carreyness, uh, introducing him. He said, no one cares. No, no, no. Your major, I don't care. Absolutely great. Uh, but it, it does not take long for him to actually catch Sonic at all. And uh, James Marsden to finally meet Sonic face-to-face as he's trying to get to Mushroom World. <laughs> but then uh, he gets ambushed by James Marsden who shoots him with a tranquilizer. He's like, he accidentally says San Francisco and the ring opens up a portal to San Francisco. Portal! Uh, and he's got this bag of, you know, portal rings that accidentally fall in in the confusion portal and then uh that's when dr robotnik shows up and sonic goes no no don't hurt my friend he freaks out and they escape and now we are on this road trip to san francisco now i know what you're thinking right now wait a minute sonic the hedgehog he is supposed to be a creature who runs fast he's the fastest thing alive he runs so fast they actually prove this shortly after they get onto the road it's like I don't know where San Francisco is, and and I'm I'm calling a little continuity error right here. He can read comic books, right? He he knows what baseball is. He knows all the positions. But he can't read a map. He can, he can't read a map. <laughs> he well he wasn't given a map. All all Marston says is like, oh yeah, it's west. There there you go. Movie's done and over with. Well, Sonic goes west, but he comes back. He says he hit the Pacific Ocean. Fish on his head. I keep forgetting where they are. They start off in Montana. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get to San Francisco. Um, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. If he went from Montana, so what? Did he hit Washington State and then the ocean? Well, try again. He can read comic books, but he can't read road signs while he's running down the highway. <laughs> that is the continuity error. You stupid. Oh. Portal! Garden. He's not taking the road. He's taking the 
Give him your smartphone. It's got GPS on it. Oh, what? You can, you can, you can average, you can throw a drone Amazon joke in here, but you won't take out your smartphone that's equipped with Google Maps and just say, there you go. Oh, I'm so triggered by this movie. Anyway, um, so yes, now we are in this road trip. And when I say this movie is troped and cliche, what road trip movie is not complete without some sort of hick country biker bar? Okay, first off. Okay, you know what? Tiffany, I'm warning you right now. Do not defend this. I'm not defending it. I'm saying don't call bikers hicks. They'll kick your butt. Okay, it wasn't just bikers. There were also hicks there. There were. There was a. It was a whole menage a trois of different kinds of country bumpkins out there who come up to our boys enjoying themselves and you it, it's got to it's got to do it i i'm sick and tired of this cliche on road trip films it can't be a road trip film without some kind of bar fight and how how does this bar fight start you got the big nasty bearded guy with his friends come up to him wearing cowboy hats by the way and go we don't like your kind here as soon as i hear this i'm like no, it's too early in the morning for this. Even though we caught this on the evening. <laughs> they go, it's like, wait, what do, what do you mean us? Uh, what, what's wrong with us? It's like, we don't allow you hipsters here. With Sonic following up a whole Greta Thunberg, how dare you? How dare you? I know. Oh. I heard that and went, oh, oh my gosh. Why? <laughs> it's wild hogs all over again. <laughs> I never saw that. Never saw that. Uh, well, I'm doing you a favor. Don't don't watch Wild Hogs. I hated Wild Hogs. But um, oh, so yeah, we get that cliche out of the way. We get back on the road. We have a little uh, uh, exhibition match with Robotnik and his multitude of different car drones or something. Um, we have a fake out. Uh, Sonic is oh no, he's hurt. He's injured. Boy, he was really. He was really hurt where all it takes is just some smelling salts to wake him up at his wife's uh, sister's house, who hates him, by the way. It starts to wrap up from there, actually. Uh, Sonic gets his rings at San Francisco very easily. I don't know why he couldn't just run up the building as I've, I swear I've seen him run up on some things. Oh, oh, wait a minute. I forgot the best part. Okay. So the best part about this movie is okay. You know how I say this is a uh, this is all cliche. This is all trope. It's yes. also ripped off. That's right. And I'm thinking this was Marsden's idea because <laughs> he used to belong to the X Men films, even though he was never around when they introduced uh, the character Quicksilver uh, in the past couple of films, where they have to slow everything down and do that stuff. Boy, you know what? I hope somebody out there is looking at that and going, you stole our idea. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> anyway. How dare you? How dare you? But they do that not once but twice here, especially towards the end where now uh, Dr. Robotnik, uh, apparently with thanks to a quill he found earlier in the film, uh, can uh, you know he can run, he, he can move his machinery just as fast as Sonic and all that stuff. And... Uh, Lead them to some kind of like you know portal chase throughout the world. They go to Paris. They go to uh, the Great Wall of China, and then what was that last place they went? The uh, Egypt. Yeah, they went to Egypt. And the Seven Wonders. And then they go back to the town of uh, that town in Montana. What's the place called? I can't remember. Greenville. See, I'm, I'm Greenville Green Green Hills Green Hills. That's where it was. Um, that's that's an Easter egg, by the because I, I 
think that is one of the levels in Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, the Green Hill Zone. Gosh, you know now that I'm thinking about it, right, you you see how the movie opened, right? It shows exactly that same level with the loop de loop, the collapsing bridge. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't you make the movie about that? That is that is my only argument here. Because it'd be so boring. Uh, and expensive. No, no, not boring. Expensive. I wanted to know more about those echidna. Uh, yes, I do know those were echidna tribesmen. A uh, little Easter egg uh, from the character. Because there's a, there's a character called Knuckles, who's an mm. echidna who likes to punch things and all this stuff. He belongs to some kind of tribe out there. But they never show him. Uh, but they do show somebody, but more on that later. They So the final showdown happens in the town where it's like everyone's like, Oh my gosh! Uh, what what's this little blue creature here? An alien? <gasps> uh, and you know, it's like I said, like I've been saying for the past umpteen times, this is all tropey, so tropey, unbelievably tropey. And they knock Robotnik to the mushroom world, <laughs> where that was kind of obvious. It's so obvious. It's like the only logical thing that's going to happen is they're going to send him to the mushroom place because that's the only place that they're going to be safe. <sighs> People were paid a lot of money to But the sick thing is they sent him there with technology. Eventually, he's going to learn how to get the heck out. Uh, See, see, that's what I was afraid of, taking you to this movie. You got into it. You got into its stupidness. And I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) It's like. So, because they're like, oh, yeah, you got Dr. Robotnik shaving off his head, getting his mustache all bushy and all that stuff, making friends with a not Wilson from Tom Hanks castaway rock friend called Rockington or Agent Rock doing rock connaissance. Uh, and then we leave off with a little cameo, a little hint at a sequel, Tails. Yeah. Sonic's best friend, which, uh, by the way, Sonic goes on saying, I always wanted to make a true friend, and apparently we have Tails at the end looking for Sonic, and look, in this franchise, they're best friends. They're best friends. What? Do you, so wait a minute. You mean to tell me Sonic is so insecure that even though he does make friends with somebody, if he has to go to a different world, he's just going to forget them all together? I have no idea. That's bad. We don't have that backstory. Yeah, no, we don't. Why couldn't you do something better? They were obviously rushing this. Obviously rushing this. And it's... And I hate that. I hate it when you take a property that is beloved and cherished by so many people and you gotta ruin it this way. And I don't know who to blame. Do I blame the director? Do I blame the studio executives who probably stepped in here? Uh, They didn't even feature, by the way, if you recall from my earlier podcast about the trailer reveal, I... Uh, I did some research. I looked it up. The creator, the, one of the creators of Sonic the Hedgehog, he said they approached him about a possible cameo, but they never called back. Hmm. And I'm like, ooh, that's that's awful. That is absolutely awful. That told me right there what kind of movie I'm going to be looking at. Something that wasn't going to be done well, not done right. And look, you you did you messed up once making Sonic look like the cats from Cats. <laughs> Meow. Yeah. Oh, it haunts my dreams. But you spend five million extra dollars on this film to get the character done right. And in the aftermath, you get the studio you hired bankrupts because of it. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the whole Sonic the Hedgehog film. And you know what? After watching it, it wasn't really all that bad. To say the least, I was expecting it to be a lot worse than expected. But given its tropes, its problems, 
It's sloppiness. This is not really worth the ticket price film of a matinee or full price, but I will say it's definitely worthy of a few rentals here and there. I mean, I could see you renting this for your family about a couple of, you know, a couple of weekends in a row till they get tired until, you know, I don't know, your kids grow up, get their own fair share of money. And then when it gets out on DVD, they're going to buy it, of course, because it's Sonic. Everybody loves Sonic. He's the fastest thing alive. Uh, but no, it's it's really worth the rental, all all in all. And uh, if you already spent your money to see this as a matinee full price film, I'm, I'm I feel sorry for you. You could have used that money to I, I don't know maybe take your uh, sweetheart out to uh, I don't know, maybe Applebee's and get a steak. Mm, steak. <laughs> Speaking of which, I got some I got some leftover salmon from uh, last night. I gotta I gotta eat before that gets bad or your cats get into it. Well, anyway, that's our take on Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm giving it a rental. Tiffany, what do you give this? Rental. Out. Just a rental? When I say rental, how many tacky movies have we watched that I loved and said, go see the movie? Yeah. I'm saying rental. Wow. Wow. <laughs> this is, uh, my gosh, you're, you're growing up, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you right now. You make me want to cry. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is going to do it. Not sure what we are going to be reviewing next, but if you keep it tuned to 106KHQ, especially on my show, uh, especially around the month of March, we will definitely have something for you. And maybe, Tiffany, uh, we can get you to stop on by yet again, because from what I understand, people love you whenever you're with me <laughs> reviewing on films. How does that sound? Sounds good. I guess it sounds good. All right. So, have a good night and catch you later. See ya. Sonic, you can